Get ready for inspirational, motivational, purpose-driven conversation with Courtney Cottrell and Dr. Pat Vasily. This is Unapologetically Favored, a show where you will learn to be yourself, love yourself, and walk in your purpose without fear or worry. Courtney is a leader of many and a friend to all. She is a passionate speaker, author, and 21-year active duty master chief with the United States Navy, here to show you that obstacles are everywhere. But the moment you stop letting your setbacks define you, you start to see yourself in a brilliant new light. Find your confidence, own your power, and never apologize for who you are unapologetically favored starts now i love that opener i love that opener too. i love that <laughs> seems so powerful. i love that so so master so, yes. so let me i call you master chief is it master yes. chief master chief okay yes i'm about to do some updates because it's been 23 years this year Ooh. You and know what? Look at you, Sometimes though. your biggest losses can be your biggest wins. That is Let's what talk about that. That's me. today's show, isn't it? Oh, and that is today's show. It's oh, I was sitting there contemplating and thinking, what are we going to talk about today? I have That's so much. One. And the things that I've been kind of experiencing, you know, with the shifts in my life and the changes in my life, I thought this would be the perfect topic because going into the new year, you know, we have this new slogan now, you know, renew you in 2022, right? That's right. I said, this would be a good thing to talk about to help start the mind shift for people. So yeah. that when they're looking at things as they're going through trials and tribulations, they're not looking at, looking at it as a loss. They get to the other side and realizing, oh, it was a purpose for this. It was a plan for this. And I have a story I want to share later on. I want you to get this. right at it because part of what I love about this topic is one of the things we always do and that is we become our own worst enemy. And oh, yes. you're going to talk oh, yes. about that because I mean, the, the key though, what you're going to mm -hmm. share today mm -hmm. is if we can, if we can get in the groove of discovering, we are doing this, right? That we are becoming our own worst enemy. If we could, oh, there I am again and stop it. Right. Oh, so right. not that you have any experience in this at all. <laughs> But has there ever been a time where uh, lost it? Not a good experience. Oh, definitely. I Come I on. actually had a mental breakdown, and my the, my coworkers thought I was crazy because I had gotten to the point where yeah. And I share this story, you know, in my memoir, I share unapologetically favored. I share this story how I had that mental breakdown because I was judging myself and comparing myself to others. And I tell people, you cannot measure what you're going through, looking at somebody else using their measuring stick. It doesn't work that way. But because we have this, we all strive for perfection. When I do coaching, I'll ask, you know, what is your version of perfection? What does that mean to you? Because for some people, perfection could be, I just threw the covers back on my bed. Somebody else's, you know, reality of perception could be, I did the 45 angled sheets with the fitted sheets. I, I put my covers back. I fluffed my pillows. I threw my decorative. That's their perception of perfection. But we get into a habit of thinking perfection means zero flaws, zero defect. There is not a zero defect world out there at all. And we no. have to accept that. But that's the hardest thing for a lot of people. 
to do. I, it is hard. And yet at the same time, it sets us up for failure after oh, failure yes. after failure. Oh, yes. And I love using the word failure. I get so many emails from some of my colleagues that I, mm -hmm. they say I'm obsessed with the word. <laughs> I said, I don't really know how to, I don't know how to sugarcoat this the way people feel. You know, yeah, we could call it slip ups. Yeah, we could call it down a court. But we know, I mean, look, try to tell an Olympic athlete that's playing a sport and coming down that ski scope or snowshoe, which I'm going to come back in my next life. That's what I'm going to be doing. Coming down in their snowshoe and they're in first place. And they're holding on to that. And the next person comes down by one one hundredth of a point. Right. Try to tell them you're still a winner, even though you didn't win the gold. Now, right. I know we try to say that to people. Right. But what that person does with that experience is all what makes the difference in their future, doesn't it? Oh my goodness. Yeah. You know, and it's so crazy that you say that because I had a conversation with a young man yesterday and I said, you never let your past experiences define who you are today. That does not mean anything. What matters the most is how you rise up out of that dark place, how you rise up out of your mindset, because in your head, you're not the perfect individual. But again, there is no perfect individual. You're, you're perfect according to what you think your, your perfect, your perfection is. But don't overthink it. There is your past does not define who you are, how you handle it, how you deal with it, how you use that as a stepping stone towards your future. That is what defines you. And I had a story where at one of my commands uh, a couple of years ago, you know, I, I failed a, a, a fitness weigh in we had to get weighed in and there's certain criteria certain you know uh, this weight that according to your height you have to weigh a certain amount which i think they need to go back and relook at that that's kind of but anyways um and and i didn't make i didn't meet the mark so much so i failed it i remember that day i walked in and talked to my supervisor and i was in tears because i wanted to be that perfect senior chief at the time i wanted to be that perfect leader the the perfect you know, motivator, influencer, um, mentor towards the junior sailors. And I remember talking and I was like, you know what, this is not me. But I was tore up on the inside because self, um, you know, like let down or that disappointment, it really hurts. And I went to talk to one of my, my good girlfriends and she looked at me, she said, Courtney, I need you to pull your head out your butt. You're going to have this one day. You're going to get over this. And tomorrow you're going to hit the deck running. You're going to come back. You're going to do your job. You're not going to let nobody see you sweat. You're going to pick up the pieces. You're going to keep moving. And I said, you know what? As bad as I wanted to sit in traffic that day, <laughs> I was like, you have a good point. Because people are watching you. <laughs> They're going to be watching you to see how you handle the situation, how you handle your circumstance. How are you getting? They want to know how are you going to climb over this mountain that you have just created? It's all in how you handle it. You have to bounce back. Your comeback should always be strong. Yeah, I love that we're talking about this because you really are on the pulse of what people are experiencing right now inside of them. And I was just talking to somebody uh, earlier today in a previous show, and we were talking about pent up, like that pent up, you know, that pent oh, yes. up stuff. Yes. And what you're talking about today 
is when we, your biggest loss can become your big, biggest blessing. Right. But you have to do some things. Right. Right. You right. cannot be walking around like a time bomb. Or woe is me. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> you cannot do the woe is me. Because, and, and, it, and I remember a couple of episodes we were talking about like the new generation and this this instant gratification. And I'll call it the Amazon Prime era where people want you to deliver what they want when they want it. That's not how life works. You get out of life what you put into it. If you, you know, you hit a roadblock, that's fine. You're not the only one to do it. You're not the first one to do it. You will never be the last to do it. You pick yourself up. You look at that fail as your first attempts and learning. You learn that lesson in it and you say, you know what, that hurt. You remember how it made you feel on the inside, your emotion, the, the disappointment. You're like, I'm not doing that again. Mm. You know, and, and that's the part that we need to get through. People need to learn that resiliency piece to bounce back. So they're not criticizing when they are, you know, hitting a roadblock or they're not feeling like they're less than because they hit that one point in their life where it might be a little difficult. You know, we've all been there. How you handle it without you know, that self-judgment, that's what's going to define you. you got to oh get my God, I can't believe you're even talking about this. For those of you just tuning in, <laughs> let me just tell you right here, uh, unapologetically favored Courtney Cottrell, Courtney A. Cottrell. This is about walking your purpose. Oh, but yes. we're talking all about something that all y'all right now can really appreciate. Your biggest loss can be your biggest blessing. Why did Courtney pick this for today? Well, one reason is we are not like oblivious to the fact that people have lost things here in these oh, yes. past 24, 28 months. So that's number oh, one. But mm -hmm. how, how can we learn from Courtney? How can we learn about how to look at that loss and turn it into something? I, okay, here we go. Let's talk yeah. about what our own worst enemy looks like. But Benny, we're going to skip the break. Let's talk about a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Here's the deal. My 11th birthday on December 11th, on my 11th birthday, my mom loved my mom, but we didn't have a lot of money. Mm -hmm. My mom is getting my birthday gift and gets caught shoplifting. And off we go to the jail. Oh, no. And no, I'm not kidding. And like, I don't understand all the paperwork and everything and what happened. I think my dad actually paid him off, to be honest with you. But that, that was it. And so we're getting ready to leave. And I turned to the master sergeant at the desk. I was young. And I said, can you, can you give me my birthday gift that my mom got? Actually, my mom didn't buy it. I said, well, I, I want to take my birthday gift home. And he looked at me. And he said, I can't give that to you. I said, but that's my birthday gift. Oh. And he said something like, but you didn't buy it. You got that illegally. And I looked at this cop and I got cops in my family. And I said, I don't care. I said, I have a dollar 50 and I will pay you for my birthday gift. Now, what has that story got to do with any of this? That is a young person not buying into my poor mom. Right. Who 
I don't know what possessed my mom. My, my mom laughed about it later. And she said, I think the devil made me do it. But whatever that was, as a child, I, I must have learned. I could either be mad at my mom, yeah. whatever that anger is. Mm -hmm. But she was the master mm -hmm. at shifting energy. Mm -hmm. I want to talk with you. Unapologetically favored means that. Oh, yeah. And it means that there's a whole lot of things we can learn oh, about yeah. who we are, what we do. So I want to ask you this. A reason, a season, a lifetime. Yep. How does how we handle each of those shape whether we get the life we want or we or we get a life we really don't want? <laughs> That's all. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so yesterday I had a conversation with um, a young man and he was going through some things to the point that he contemplated suicide Friday night. So I wanted to talk to him because I, I, I get it. And one of my conversations with him was everybody's given a bag in the beginning of their life. You have a bag. I have a bag. Everybody has a bag. The, the size of that bag depends on the experiences, the emotions, and the people that you meet throughout your life. The more things you have been through in your life, no matter how old you are, your bag could possibly be heavier than my bag. The more people that I have acquired through my journey in life can make my bag heavy. But as you go on this journey of life, you have to understand that you can't carry everything in this bag with you for the rest of your life. At some point, you have to sit this bag down, open it up and say, you know what? This individual, it was fun while it lasted, but you are no longer serving a purpose in my life. Cut them off. This experience that was negative and it hurts, I have healed from this. I don't want to dwell on it no more. It's not doing me any good. It's not good for my mental or physical health. I, I, I make amends. I forgive you. Get rid of it. These emotions, this anger that you've been hanging on to for so long, this fear you've been hanging on for so long, this relationship you've been hanging on, this dead-end job, the, the, whoever, these friends that are leading you down the road, you got to cut them off. Because everything is not meant to be a part of your life permanently. They have a reason or a season or possibly you'll end down to that one friend that you're going to have for a lifetime. Yeah. But you have to sit back and analyze your life to figure out who or what those things are that no longer serve a purpose in your life, because that's what could possibly be holding you back from your biggest lesson, your biggest win, your biggest, that's what's holding you. That's what's holding you back. And we're scared to cut people off or, you know, just, just get rid of, was no longer serving us because we have an attachment or you are so, you know, it's, you've already been hurt one time. You don't want to hurt again by letting it go because now you're vulnerable. You don't want to experience that pain again for the second time. So you just keep pushing it down, pushing it down, pushing it down. But that is why you can't get ahead. Make that loss happen. So you can get that blessing in your life that was meant for you. Hanging on to things are blocking you from reaching the top. That biggest loss, it's going to hurt. But in the end, it's going to turn out to be the best thing that's ever happened to you. 
a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Everybody's not supposed to, they're not meant to go with you through your entire life. So mm-hmm. that is where, you know, that's where I got that from. I, th- I thought about that. Like, people need to understand that. It means a lot. But it takes self-evaluation for you to get through that piece. Yeah. And, you know, I want to ask you about this because you've been through it. So you're not just talking from some textbook that's been on the shelf. Right. Um, You're talking with people because you work with people to help them understand that, you know, stuckness can be a state of mind and nothing more than that. But you got to have some tools. Right. 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 And and so, you know, let's talk about for a minute what you've created with unapologetically favored and what has inspired you to create more tools for people, more tools, more books, right? Because oh, yeah. you're, you're, you're not done, oh, right? You're on a Far roll <laughs> because there are more people now that feel that they're stuck than ever been. Right. Oh, and, and it's bad because the last two years have kind of uncovered that the last two years has revealed a lot to people that before, because they were constantly going, 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 they didn't realize their self-worth. They didn't realize where they were at at that moment. They didn't realize, you know, where their children were at or the person they were married to or the relationship they were in. It has revealed a lot to a lot of people. And I have taken all of the stories, the friends, the conversations I've had, and just said, you know, people need to keep being fed. They need that motivation. They need to understand that it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to be scared to cut loose the things that have meant so much to you. I get it. But at the same time, when are you going to take that next step to elevate your life, to elevate your inner peace, to elevate who you're supposed to be in life? You know, hanging on to, if you, if you hang around dead people, you're going to eventually die yourself. Yeah. So it's all in the company you keep. It's all in what you do. But unapologetically favored opened a door. It opened my third eye so to speak, to what people really need, the feedback that I get, which kind of, you know, rolled in, I'm throwing out my third book, but, you know, it rolled into my third book was never be afraid to eat alone. And I talk about, you know, your, your biggest loss being your big, could be your biggest blessing or your biggest win in life in there. And if it's not, then what's holding you back from making that happen? If you yeah. were to, where would you be had you let go or forget, give a long time ago? How much peace would you have right now? And that's the question. Are you ready to let go what's been holding you back? Can you do it? Hmm. You know, I love talking to you because I got to tell you what. I mean, I know we get to spend this time together and you're sharing your strength, experience, and hope with a whole world of people right now. Oh, yes. But you're fired up about it. And we need that, you know? And so it doesn't surprise me that, you're fired up writing another book that you're out there, but every day you are still in, in the world being you and you have yeah. a lot of different hats. No I pun know. intended. Right? <laughs> I, love that. I love my hats. I love that hat. But, <laughs> and what I mean by that is for people that missed the opener, right. When we were talking about it uh, and you were being introduced you know, it introduced you as an active duty United States Navy Master Chief. Oh, yeah. But you're also somebody that's taken decades of that military experience mm-hmm. and you've created an inspirational, motivational, mm-hmm. purpose driven mm-hmm. organization 
platform for coaching and have taken us to the level of where we don't have to apologize. Right. But we do have to step into the gift of being favored. Tell us about that. So that the, I just, I just want people to not be scared to be who they truly are. You know, you you can't be scared to be who you truly are. And that means acknowledging the flaws and not being self-critical and self-judgmental and measuring what you have or don't have against somebody else who may have or may not have, you know, you got to be your own individual because everybody else is taken. You can only be you, you know, you can't be somebody else. That person is that them. You have to be you. Don't be scared to step out and be different. But the thing is with being different, it brings attention. And sometimes it might not be the attention that you want. So people want to have that, that good feeling attention. But who cares if it's negative, yeah. you know? And, I, and I, <laughs> I told the young man I talked to yesterday, I said, you know, I live life by the six Fs. And for most of my protégés and my peers and people that know me, they know my six Fs. Um, and I, I can't really give them here, but, you know, <laughs> we'll talk offline. Um, but I, I tell <laughs> them if, thing, if people don't deal with your immediate emotions, you know, your bills, your money, your family, all, why are you letting them influence how you feel? Yeah, exactly. Never be scared to step out on a limb. Never, because again, that goes back to you are blocking your blessing because you're trying to be somebody else, but you weren't meant to be that person. You were meant to be exactly who you are. Your life has a purpose. You need yeah. to figure that, but you will never know what it is pretending to be somebody else. Don't apologize for it. Stop being scared to be who you truly are. If people don't like you, that's fine. Life is still going to go on. But that's I love that you're step. talking about this because one of the things that you just you pinpointed is this idea of running away from self-truth. Oh. Uh, how does that show up? Okay, so here you are. You, I'm just going to give you an example. I want you mm-hmm. to comment on these two things. Here you are. You're in a 12-step program. You have five years of sobriety. Your family invites you over. Everybody's around the table and they're trying to give you a drink. And, and your answer to them is one of about 50 answers that you've thought over in your mind, every single one of them, except the truth. Right. And the agony that you go through by coming up with answers that are going to please other people, instead of telling the truth, Mm -hmm. those will bring you down. Right. And that's what we're talking about today. Right. I mean, here you are, you're out with people or, you know, people, And you get to learn how different we are, but Mm -hmm. you also learn we're all part of the same thing. We have different interests. We have different priorities and different motivation. Right. But the one thing we have in common, we're not perfect. Nope. Not by a long shot. And I, and and I was, you know, I love my Brene Brown. I'm I'm going to meet her one day. She doesn't know it, but I'm going to find her. But, you know, she talks about fitting in is about assessing the situation and becoming who you need to be to, be accepted because you it's like you're having to change who you are just to fit in with those people if that's what you have to do in your life to to feel like you're a part of something then you're not where you belong you are not where if you belong somewhere you will never have to alter your appearance change your accents um do anything no you would never be pressured to be anything than who you genuinely unapologetically are that's when you belong. But as soon as you start having to modify anything about you, your life, you're just fitting in and you don't belong there. You do not belong there. Um, uh, I want you to talk about this before we go to break. And that is this 
famous or infamous idea of perspective. I love perspective because I love it in the arts. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, I love like avant-garde art where you mm -hmm. see people like two people looking at the same painting. One person says it's a ghost. The other person says, oh, that's that's my mother. But whatever it looks like, there's a see perspective mm -hmm. on it. Mm -hmm. In the art world, there are many debates, much dialogue, and they oh, know yeah. they're going to debate and dialogue on perspective. Mm -hmm. But yet, here we are in human beings every day of our life, and we just can't wrap our minds around that somebody is different, but not less than. Oh, yeah. And, I, and I, so I, I was thinking about... Um... This, this, the girls trip that I did in December I went down to Miami with a group of girls and we're on vacation and we so pretty much everybody that was there we were all active duty military or either retired military and there were two young ladies there they, they were a civilian and the difference between those two individuals and the rest of us it was kind of overwhelming it was like oh wow never really thought about that um and I had a, one of my girlfriends, she said, you know, the one thing about the military is that you make friends from different ends of the spectrum, all different walks of life, backgrounds, religions, race, creed, sexuality, it doesn't matter. You're going to meet somebody, but all those people are not, to, are not meant to go everywhere. You can't take everybody everywhere. Sometimes where you meet somebody is exactly where they need to stay. They're not supposed to go on trips with you. They're not supposed to meet your family there. It's all in how you look at it, but you have to see that. That has to be your perspective. That has to be your reality. You have to see that and figure out who can you take where because everybody can't go with you. Everybody cannot go with you. They're either there for a reason, a season, or possibly a lifetime, Yeah, depending on where they fit in your life. Yeah. Look, uh, we got lots more to talk about today. Yes. Uh, for those of you out there, give us a call, 1-800-930-2819. Uh, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, what do you do when you find yourself in a situation and you need to figure out how to be yourself, how to stand tall, even if somebody perceives your life as an epic fail? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Who taught you or your kids how to handle stress? That's right. No one. I'm combat veteran Deb Lewis, and I'm on a mission to change that. My new children's book, Why is Pono Not Pono Today, is set in Hawaii. Lovable characters, Pono the Bull and his friend Kuleana, show us how a stressful situation ends happily. Look closer to reveal powerful ways to handle all types of stress. Start loving your stress-filled life today. Go to mentallytoughwomen.com. It's time to get your life back on Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to move from the darkness of burning out to the light of burning bright. Jennifer is redefining stress and the energetic causes of burnout, shining a light on process to get your life back. For more information about Jennifer and her work, visit BurnBrightToday.com. Are you ready to experience full body system wellness? Tune in to the Empower Me Show with Pam Bright, a spiritual toolbox for your life. Embrace the fullness of who you are as a spiritual being having a human experience. Pam Bright is a multidimensional healer, light language channel, energy intuitive, and spiritual transformation coach. 
Join her for a rich conversation about how to unlock all your spiritual gifts. Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. Life can be demanding, but sometimes our wheels are spinning and we're too focused on making them turn to notice we're stuck in the mud. Tune into The Pause with me, Ellen Wyoming Deloy, every second and fourth Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. Learn how to stop, reflect, and start moving forward with intention. And if you're really looking to jumpstart your personal development, schedule a free coaching consultation with me at ellenwyomingdeloy.com. Stuck in a roundabout of dysfunction? Stop circling around difficult issues and find out what's been holding you back. Learn how to speak your truth to power with host Dr. Kathy O'Bear. Create real change with smart tools and smart strategies. No frills, no fluff, just life-changing conversations to help get you where you want to be. Extend your reach and become an agent for real change with Kathy O'Bear. For more information on Kathy and her work, please visit drkathyobear.com. That's drkathyobear.com. Are you ready to branch out? Take a leap of faith. Tune in to Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills on TransformationTalkRadio.com to equip, empower, and enlighten yourself. Erica will energize and excite you to power up your passionate dream that sets your soul on fire. So get fearlessly ready and get powerfully rooted in your yes to live it up, love it up, and let it go. Visit GetRootedRadio.com. Did you give me the Chuck a conversion or did you give me some other version of that? No, that is actually a remix with Whitney Houston. <gasps> oh <gasps> yes. Oh throwback. Okay, okay mm-hmm. that'll work for me. Yeah. That that's that's gonna work for me. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I just love you, Benny. I love you. Um, look, we're here unapologetically favored with Courtney Cottrell, walk in your purpose. Every show that Courtney does, every move she makes is towards that end. And part of it is, you know, the the ability, right? The ability to be a United States Navy Master Chief and, and come to the forefront and say, I have learned a few things and I'm still learning a few things. Every day. Every but here's day. where we are. If you're going to be a leader, in whatever tribe you're in, mm-hmm. you better have a sense of what to do when you're hit with the big loss. Oh, yes. And to see the biggest blessing in it. Because the now, higher up you go, yeah. the more everybody's watching you. I was going to say the other half, but I changed They it. are watching you. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with that? Um, but, you know, I shared with you that little example about the shoplifting and my mom. And I so got over that. Right. I mean, I let her, I, I understand the emotional part of that, but I so got over that, that I, I demanded that that gift be given to me. Right. Right. I can't even tell you what the gift is because I never got it. And whatever that dollar 50 or whatever it was I offered, it was not going to be given to me. But I walked out of there. We went out to get White Castle burgers that you get in the Bronx. I love them. Sorry. I loved them as a kid. I ate 10 of them, just saying. Actually, I ate 11 of them. I, I stopped at 10, and then I was like, oh, my birthday, and then, like, okay. But the point that I'm making is this. If you don't let go, 
and I, oh. and I want you to define this for us. Oh. If we do not learn the ability to let go, yep. we will not be able to fully embrace the life that's about to happen, nor oh. we'll be able to attract it. Ooh. Tell us about the power of letting go. What did you learn from it? You have to let go and let life happen. Like, mm-hmm. period. You have to let go and life happen. See, we want to control everything because we just, it just, it makes us feel like I can manipulate and I can move things how I want them to move. I can make people act the way they need to act according to what I need from them. We want to be in control of everything. And that's why you're stuck where you're at. You can't hang on to everything when it's falling apart. When things are falling apart, they're falling where they're supposed to fall. But we're steady out here going against the grain and just, you know, trying to make somebody do what we want them to do or trying to, you know, handle a situation to make it course correct itself to go where we want it to go. You can't do that. You have to, it's called trust the process. And I learned that, you know, when I was going through rock bottom and it's a scary time because not being in control, it's like taking your hands off the steering wheel on a highway going 75, 80 miles an hour and you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if the car is going to veer off the road. You don't know if it's going to be, the traffic's going to stop. And you're taking a chance when you do that. But when you learn to let things go, your stress level, I can tell you, oh, there's, there's nothing better than not being stressed out. Your inner peace increases tenfold. Yeah. And your your health and your, your mental, the, ex- the anxiety is less than. It, it becomes healthy. But see, we want to be out there telling people what they need to do and where to go. And you can't, because again, they're going to be who they are. How you respond to that is what makes you who you are. You know, I've had a lot of time to reflect here recently. Um, and every time I say that, people want to know what's wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, is there something wrong? Because that's our human nature. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about reflection for a minute and the power of it. So I'm not reflecting on what I didn't get or my losses, although they're still part of me. I just went back east uh, to a funeral, mm-hmm. you know, a brother-in-law funeral, a man that none of us thought should have died, died, passed away. Right. Uh, a decorated, you'd appreciate this, Courtney, uh, ex-military, mm-hmm. uh, decorated police sergeant, mm-hmm. decorated emergency vehicle, decorated mm-hmm. fire person. When they celebrated him, the fire department, the police department, we, we have video of this. The EMS department, the hospitals, the, the nurses, I think I'm going to cry. gave him a parade Mm -hmm. and the parade went for a mile long and they Mm -hmm. stopped at all the places and when they got to the hospital because of how brilliant this guy was and how committed to service the doctors and the nurses all came out in appreciation Mm -hmm. now does that mean that he was perfect no does it mean he hadn't suffered loss in his life? He did. He lost his first wife. Mm-hmm. But how is it a man like that 
can go through loss or a woman like you can go through what you go through and then be of service to other people so brilliantly, it will make your head swim. See, yep. that's what we need to show people that say, I can't do it. I just lost this. I just, mm -hmm. I, but isn't that what you're teaching us? That's the purpose. And it's, it's so crazy how you're telling me this story right now, because just yesterday I have um, an officer friend of mine who I think it will be like two years in November. He lost his wife of like 30 years in a tragic car accident. His son um, almost didn't make it, but he made it. He survived. He's still healing from that. And I hadn't talked to him in a while. And he called me yesterday out of the blue, just checking on me and see how I was doing and just sharing me some stories with him. And he shared with me, he said it was something that he hadn't told anybody. Um, and he shared with me how him and his wife were on travel and he kept having this reoccurring dream, this reoccurring dream um, about his retirement ceremony and how he was giving all these accolades to his wife and just loving on his wife. And, you know, in the dream, he saw his wife crying and he went up to her and said, baby, are you okay? And she said, yes, honey, I'm fine. And he was like, okay. And so he said the day of the memorial service, this was in South Carolina, mm. A lot of the, the 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 chiefs mess, master chiefs, chiefs officers, a lot of us went to, we surprised him and showed up to his wife's funeral service. Mm. He said when he got into the pulpit to start talking about her, he stood there for like 10 minutes in dead silence because he thought about those reoccurring dreams he kept having. Mm when he was still in his, giving his wife the accolades and praising her for who she has been and who she's been to him in his life. And, you know, he said, was this what God was preparing me for this moment right here to speak about my wife? And I said, you know what? I am a believer that yes, he was preparing you for this moment so that you could be here and do what it was meant for you to do. He said it, gave me chills and I didn't know what to do with it. He said, but I just remember my wife telling me, baby, I'm okay. I said, she's okay. That was her speaking to you before anything ever happened to let you know that she's okay. He said, Courtney, I don't know what to do right now with myself. I don't know what my purpose is. He said, but you know what? I give it up. I said, Lord, whatever you want me to do, I'm going to let go and let you just guide my footsteps. Yeah. I said, I told him, it's somebody out there that's going through what you're going through right now. You will be able to help somebody else get through because you've been through it yourself. That is the purpose of your life. That is the walk for your life. That loss, it was major. And he said, you know what? I let it go. Yes, because now you are about to be used for what you were brought into this world for. And it was huge. It was really huge. You know, thank you for sharing that. Um, you know, those are the stories that remind us. Oh, yes. Of what loss really is. And it's all different losses. This loss. I, oh, yes. I mean, honestly, if you've ever lost a job, you feel that. You do. But you lost a child. You lose a husband. You lose a person. You lose a friend. You feel it. But one of the things you talked about, and I just want to ask you to talk a bit more about it, is trust. If you're not trusting the process, right. 
then that means you're trying to control it. Go against it. Now, I don't know about you, Ooh. but anytime I try to control something in my life, that was <laughs> ugly. Never worked out. <laughs> that was a whole lot of ugly right there. Um, but trusting the process doesn't mean that we're inactive. Right. It simply means that you may not get what you're looking for immediately. Right. right. That you have to operate in a place of gratitude and trust right. in that next step you're going to take. Yes. Because everything in your life is just yeah. a season, a reason, or a lifetime. It's a yeah. stepping stone to the next level, you know, at work. So I, I, I went to a new, com a new job, a new command, and I was talking to a, a female chief and I, and she was telling me she was frustrated and, you know, she didn't want to be here. She wants to go back on the ships. This isn't where she's supposed to be. And I said, time out. I said, we're not doing this. We are not running from the challenge. I said, you are here at this moment in your life because you are have you, you have a purpose you are needed here and she's telling me about different things i said maybe it was called upon you to be the person to break the cycle you are here to be an influence to the junior people that are here that need to see your face every day because you know right from right and wrong from wrong you're not running from the challenge but see that fear of I don't understand the fear of i don't know what's next because you can't control it it's unfamiliar territory that's what drives people to not let go. They want to hang on to it because they know what to expect. There's no unknown for them. That's why some people watch the same shows over and over again. They already know the outcome. <laughs> some, you know, you're like, I know what's going to happen. It's nothing. There's no emotional, you know, a roller coaster going on because you already know what's going to happen. You know, you're in control. There's no surprises because some people don't want, they don't want to get in touch with their emotions like that. So they would rather say, you know what, I'm controlling this. I'm not doing this. Anything outside of their comfort zone, they don't want to have any parts to do with it. Oh, my God. I love what you talked about because here's the deal, right? Look, you can be Usain Bolt. You can be the <laughs> Olympic champion like lightning. You can be right. him and you will not be able to run fast enough away from challenge. Challenge nope. comes back around because challenge shows up right Courtney oh, because yes. you know you're being guided to get to that path right. to get to that place where you learn something from the loss so that you can win again right tell us right. about that that is it's a stepping stone every I, I just I feel like you know I mean, I'll come up with all these analogies and I'm thinking like you know if you, if you keep taking out your trash put it in a trash bag and you just leave it there in your house that next trash you just leave it there because you don't want to lose anything like the hoarders you don't want to lose anything everything start piling up how can you live comfortably how can you mentally and physically be okay you can't nothing good has ever come out of a hoarder's house because they want to hang on to everything apply it to your life nothing good has ever came out of anything that you have hung on to for years physically mentally emotionally spiritually financially you have to figure out when to let that go because that is what's blocking your next level in life. That is why you cannot get ahead. But it takes that self-reflection, that self-evaluation, that getting in touch with, you know, your raw emotion and being open and vulnerable and saying, you know what, this is about to hurt. It's going to hurt me more than it's going to hurt you. <laughs> but I have to do it to free myself. You know, <laughs> like what's I that? Do. The song by Fantasia, you, sometimes you got to lose and to win again, you have to lose to win again. Yeah. Because what's going on in your life is not for you. It was there for a reason, a season. And if it's great, 
maybe even a lifetime. Yeah. I want to talk to you about that bridge and what you just mentioned. And one of the things you mentioned that I'm really struck by is this idea of looking at something and first of all, understanding that you will win again, but there's something else in the show today that I want to get back to in the time we have left. It's one thing to let go. It's another thing to take a life event and see the blessing in it. That is where the juice is though. When people hear me talk about the suicide of my mom Mm -hmm. and I've got a smile on my face, I will get questions from the interviewer where they don't get it and I'll have to answer it. And my answer is simple. I said, yeah, did I miss my mom? No question. But look at my life. My mom gave me love. My stepmom gave me life lessons, perseverance, how to believe in myself. Mm-hmm. and how never to quit. Now, what people right. get two moms that can teach us, but teach them both sides of the coin. Right. And I think if we could get to that place, and I didn't get there alone, Courtney, I had mm-hmm. to work with somebody like you to help me. Mm-hmm. But isn't that the PowerPoint in your work that you do? So that people just don't have to let go that when they shift that energy, everything is possible, isn't it? Oh, yeah. As I say, you know, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. And everything that happens, there's a lesson in it. But only the people that have that third eye open, the only people who are using their entire brain and not just a piece of it can actually see it and wrap their minds around it to say, you know what, this happened. But if it wasn't for that setback, if it wasn't for that loss, if it wasn't for that failure if it wasn't for you know those trials and tribulations if I sat there and dwelled in it if I stayed emotionally attached to it if I never healed for from it or hung on to those individuals where would I you know where would I be right now Mm. I had to let things go in my past dealing with you know my stepfather who passed away he raised me for the time I was three he passed away I think I was like 15 Mm -hmm. um I was 15 and some days I felt like I was going through hell and back with him and I lost him to colon cancer in 1996 Mm. but I didn't understand it at that time because I was young I didn't have life experience now looking back at it that loss with everything he taught me made me have compassion for others yeah That compassion is what I've brought into the military over the years, being able to sit down and have a conversation with somebody and be there for them, because I know what it feels like to not have your biological father in your life. I know what it feels like to lose a parent who's raised you. I know what it feels like to to be the one getting picked on because of, you know, our older sibling did something. So now you're like, you're not going to follow. I know what it feels like. So I can sit down and relate. But those situations, they weren't always great, but that's what made me who I am. The suicidal contemplations that I had made me see people with a, with a, with a different eye because now I'm tuned in to everything that you're not saying. Yeah. The things that you are not saying is what's speaking the loudest to me. So I yeah. have those losses, those hardships, those, those hard times have molded me to be a much more in tuned, empathetic, active listening um, individual that I don't know. I think I, I have been blessed in that aspect to, to now 
see what I didn't see before. And I yeah. use that every, every day. Cause I think sometimes it didn't have to be me. It could have been somebody else. I love it. You know, part of what you said too, is, you know, those things that we don't say, those are the things that are controlling our life. They're oh, yes. in there and they are operating, even though we don't speak the words, we're not they're talking about, they're not saying them. Mm -hmm. They are pretty much what they're doing for us is they are just saying, go here, Pat, don't go there. Right. And they're controlling right? us. They're, it's controlling. That's that, that bag, that, that back to that, you know, that, that bag, the mental capacity bag. You have to figure out how to discard that. That's what's weighing you down. You know, and people want to cover up things that keep suppressing. A cup is going to eventually overflow if you keep feeling it. The bag won't be able to close anymore if you keep feeling it. You have to deal with things and heal from things and let go what is dragging you down. That bag is dragging a lot of people down because they have not yet figured out how to get in touch, be vulnerable and say, you know what, this happened. I'm good. I forgive you and move on. They're still hanging on to things and not letting them go. You know, also one of the things you and I, I think have in common, of course, there are things that we can learn about forgiveness and letting go and grieving, but I don't know about you. I've had a number of breakups in my life and that was the <laughs> fastest thing to get me to the gym than I could shake a stick at. <laughs> that is a true statement. <laughs> like your ex always looks better after when you break. You're like, well, you look good. What happened? Oh, I went to the gym. Started going to the gym. You never went to the gym before either. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my gosh. So I, I, I should get in a relationship just to break up to get back to the gym. No, no I'm not wishing that there. on me. I'm not wishing that thing on me again. <laughs> Look, um, I want to talk to you about Renew You in 2022. Everything we're talking about here is really yes. under that umbrella, so to speak. Yes. You know, because we cannot give up on ourselves. Never. See, that's what your message is about here. Mm -hmm. You know, whether or not, you know, you're going to the gym or you're not going to the gym or whatever you're doing. You have to get back your renewal mojo. Oh, yes. And, and I'm glad you brought that up because my third book, Never Be Afraid to Eat Alone on Your Power and Level Up is out now. Go buy it. Um, I talked about that having five minutes to sit down and get back in touch with yourself, meet yourself again for the very first time, you know, heal from your past, write a love letter to yourself, encourage yourself to be better tomorrow, figure out who you need to forgive in your life and do it. Don't be scared. Renew who you are as a person so that you can be better tomorrow and, and just spread your glow with everybody. They'll be like, you look good today. What's different about you? Oh, I know who I am. I have come, I have found out who I am. And I'm giving you all I got unapologetically. Mm. I want to know, how do we find out about you? Let's, how do people work with you? But how do they get your book? So my website, unapologeticallyfavored.net is finally up and running. Nice. Oh, I've been so busy. I have merchandise. You can find merchandise on there. If you are a gift shopper, a gift giver, a gift lover, you will find everything from motivational, inspirational t-shirts, coffee mugs, tote bags, wall art. Nice. Whatever is there is there. Um, and also my books are on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, Books a Million. And you can actually purchase them through my website as well, unapologeticallyfavorite.net. You know, Courtney, I, I so inspirational, but I also know you're a woman of action. There's oh, no question about it. <laughs> if anybody that works with you is going to get a giant dose of that. Mm -hmm. But they're also going to get a life of experience because you do understand loss. 
You do oh, yes. understand when you're told you're not enough or you're not right. good enough. Right. And so this is what people now need in order to really find that juice to renew. Yes. To renew you. Renew. We have Start to find over. that. Yes. Um, I want to know what you want to tell us about that. What is your message for people that may be listening or may tell somebody else to listen? Because so we message, have to believe we can do this. Right. It, and, and I did one of my inspirational uh, pieces of merchandise, you know, it's pictures of just women of different shades of color. Um, and, and it says, actually, I can and I will. That's all it says. Actually, I can and I will. And to me, that little phrase is so powerful because no more shall you sit there and, and doubt who you truly are. People have so much potential, so much, you know, motivation, inspiration, but we give it to other people to the point we get home and we're too lazy to work on our own goals and dreams and aspirations <laughs> in life. We're like, I'm tired. I've been dealing with it. No, you take that energy. I don't care how tired you are. I get up at five o'clock in the morning on the weekends, weekdays, holidays, and I am working out because whatever you invest in yourself is what you're going to get out. It makes you feel good. If you feel good, you're going to look good. If you look good, you're always going to do good. So renew who you are this year in 2022. It's January, about to be February. 10 more months of this year already left. Uh, but, you know, that's that's the renew who you are. Meet yourself for the first time in 2022. I wanted to say to people that um, you're not just talking about this. People can work with you and, yes. you know, find that place that you can help them. Because I don't know about you, but sometimes in my life, almost always, I've needed a lift up. Yes. I've learned the power of asking for help from another person. And yes. if there was anything here about unapologetically favored or renew you in 2022, I know it's your passion to make sure that people don't have to do that alone. Never. You should never be alone. I'm always here. I I, I put that out to everybody, you know, even the young man that contemplated suicide Friday, I said, I want you to take my number. Anytime you yeah. feel like you need to take a knee, anytime you feel like you've hit a, a, a dark spot, I don't care what time of day it is, you need to call me and I will help you. I said, we're going to walk this path together. Thanks for tuning in to Unapologetically Favored. When you stop worrying about what others think and start walking in your purpose, you allow yourself to grow, you discover all the gifts you have to offer the world, and everything begins to shift from uncertainty to possibility. Can't get enough? Unapologetically Favored is also a book. Bring home a copy and learn more about Courtney by visiting unapologeticallyfavored.com. We will see you right here next time. And until then, keep walking in your purpose.